0: This time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. And wow, this Shabbos, well, first of all... The Shabbos, we have the privilege of reading Parashat Tzav, which according to the Chinuch has 18 mitzvos, and it lines up 9 positive and 9 restrictions. We are very much into the Korbanos still. The Shabbos has a distinction we know of being called Shabbos HaGodol. One or two reasons first why that is the case. So the rabbis tell us that firstly... They have Torah that we read on the Shabbos before Pesach, coming from the last Navi Malachai, concludes with Hime Anochi Sholeach Lohem Es Eliyoh Anavi. The Navi promises us that I will send Elijah Eliyoh Anavi Lefneibo Yom Hashem Hagodol Vahanorah. He is going to herald the coming of the Mashiach. The Yom Hashem HaGadol. So since the Torah promises us about the future redemption called that great day, the Avtora and the Shabbos takes on the name of Shabbos HaGadol. In addition, the rabbis tell us that The year that we left Mitzrayim, we left on a Thursday. The 15th of the month of Nisan was a Thursday. The 10th of the month was the day that we designated the Korban Pesach, the Paschal Lamb. We tied it to our bedposts in Egypt and there was nothing less but an incredible miracle. The Egyptians heard the sheep and the lambs making their appropriate noise, being held near the bed. And they asked the Jewish people, what's going on? And the Jewish people said, we will slaughter your God in four days. And they were powerless to do anything. This was looked upon as a major miracle. And finally, the rabbis tell us, that which we say in, Halel Hagado, the Yisrael Mitzrayim Biv the God literally smote the Egyptian people with their firstborn, what does that mean? It means that Moshe warned that there would be the killing of the firstborn. All the firstborn in Mitzrayim petitioned Paro to let the Jewish people go. After all, nine plagues had already come. And all of Israel had been spared. Egypt had been punished. The firstborn of Egypt were especially worried. And there was nothing less than a civil war in Egypt on that day, on that Shabbos. So many things occurred on this day to give the day the designation of Shabbos HaGadol. And including tradition within the Jewish people is that the rabbi gives a lengthy drusha lecture on Shabbos HaGadol regarding the laws of Pesach and some of the specifics of the laws. And so just to remind everyone that there is the mitzvah of bidikas chametz, that we have to search for the chametz. If you will be home for Pesach, or you'll be home in your house next Thursday night, the night of Erev Pesach, then you do the bedikah, the search, with a bracha. If you are leaving your home, Prior to Thursday night, you do the Bedika, the search, without a bracha. And the search should not be just one quick experience of zipping around the house and picking up the ten pieces of crumbs, which, by the way, should be wrapped up and they should be small, so we're not leaving chamets around the house just in case we don't get all ten. Just remember that we stop eating chametz in this part, in New York area. Please God, 10-28, next Friday, Erev, Pesach. And consult the um, various times wherever you live for the latest time of eating chametz, burning chametz, and I urge all who are listening to follow the practice of selling your chametz, designating your local rav, to act as your agent, to transfer your chametz to a non-Jew on your behalf. I'd like to spend this morning's program talking about an interesting aspect of the Seder. And that is as follows. There are today two biblical mitzvos that are unique to the night of the Pesach Seder. The first one being to eat matzah, and for that, by the way, try to get shmurah matzah. Matzah whereby the flower has been literally guarded, watched from the time of Kitsira, from the time that the wheat was cut, and for the Seder tried to get, be it hand shmura, machine shmura, matzah, that is One biblical mitzvah that we have today. The other biblical mitzvah that we have today is the mitzvah of Sipur Yitzias Mitzrayim. The mitzvah of telling the story. So whereas every night there is a mitzvah of Zachiras Yitzias Mitzrayim to remember the Exodus, and we do so in the Shemad every evening. In the third paragraph, Ani we acknowledge that God is the one Mitzrayim, who took us out of Egypt tonight, meaning on the night of the Pesach Seder, there is a mitzvah to elaborate in detail, as the Rambam writes, to tell in length the mitzvos and the Miracles which took place on this night, the night of the 15th, the night of Itzias Mitzrayim. So my question is, why do we not make a bracha on this mitzvah? There is no bracha on Sipur Itzias Mitzrayim, on the mitzvah to tell the story. And interestingly, there are those that say that the bracha that we recite at the conclusion of the Maggid section, Asher Go'olanu, that that constitutes the bracha, we have the right to ask. After all, the Mishnah in Nida, Perig Vav, Mishnah Yud, the Mishnah teaches that wherever you have a bracha, la'acharav, afterwards, to'um bracha le'fanov also should have a bracha before. So why do we not have a bracha before the recitation of the Hagada? And I'd like to suggest several answers. So interestingly, just know that the Imre Emes, the Ger Rebbe, Zechot sadik Levracha, what he did was as follows. Many Bate Kinesios say Halel in Shul, this coming Friday night. We say Halil with a bracha, because we're going to say Halil at home without a bracha. At home we're going to split the halil, first two paragraphs before the meal, the rest of the halil after the meal. So the Imre MS had in mind, when he recited the bracha, Sivano. How, Likro is a halil, the bracha, before the Halil, he had in mind that this would include not just the Halel, but please God, the Sipur, Yitzias Mitzrayim, that was going to follow. There are those that say, as is brought down, in the name of the Rashba, that because this is a mitzvah, She'in Kitzvah, which has no Exact beginning and end. Well, after all, Cholamarbe, as we say in the Haggadah, hareza Meshubach, whoever tells more and elaborates, it is more praiseworthy. And therefore, we might make a bracha on the Megillah, because that is confined ten chapters of Megillah's Esther, but something which has no really set boundaries, therefore, perhaps, that would be a reason why we do not recite a bracha. Now, I'd like to share with you a very interesting idea suggested by the Orsa Meach, and that is as follows. That, interestingly... The mitzvah of Sipur Yitzias Mitzrayim is not only fulfilled by articulation and speaking about the uh, events in Egypt, but rather the Sipur is accompanied, if you wish, by props or by mitzvos. In other words, we eat the matzah. And not only do we eat the matzah, but Rabbi Gamliel Roya Omer, as we say in the towards the conclusion of the Maggid section, and by the way this is probably the most important part of the Magid section, Rabbi Gamliel would say Koshalo Omar, whoever did not recite Shlosha Devarim Elu Pesach, whoever didn't explain these three phenomena, on Pesach they did not fulfill their obligation. And what are the three? The Pesach, Matzah, and Maror. Now which obligation did they not fulfill if they don't explain these three? So the Rambam understands it's the obligation of Sipur Itzias, Mitzrayim, that you must in order to fulfill the mitzvah, explain the m- mitzvos of the night. Namely, we had the Korban Pesach, and we will, the mitzvah of Matzah, and the mitzvah of Morar. The Ran and Tosvos understand, Lo Yosso Yodei you do not satisfy your obligation of Matzah and Marar, unless you explain it. So we see that, accompanying the Sipur is literally the fulfillment of the mitzvah, the mitzvah of matzah and the mitzvah of morar. And therefore, I'd like everybody to realize that when we are privileged at the Pesach Seder to recite the bracha on the matzah, we are not only reciting a bracha on the matzah, but included in that bracha is a bracha for sipor. Because the matzah that we're eating is an integral part, we're acting out the sipor. When we eat the maror, and we make a bracha, alachilas maror, included in that bracha is not only the bracha for a bitter herb, but included in that bracha is Sipu Yitzias Mitzrayim. And so too, when we recite the brachos for the Arba Kosos included in this, is this aspect of Yitzias Mitzrayim. The Sipur, the story, is being acted out through the mitzvos. And therefore, you might say, we have many brachos which, which include or refer to the Sipur. The Hassam Sofer suggested something very sharp in his drusha for Pesach, in Shnas Tovkuf Pei, and he suggests the following. Why don't we make a bracha beforehand? Because just like the geir, a convert who goes to the mikvah, he cannot recite the bracha He was commanded to immerse. Prior to immersing, because he's not yet Jewish, he goes down, comes up. After he's immersed, he is now Jewish, having been circumcised, having accepted upon himself the mitzvos. Then he makes the bracha and goes down again. Says the chassam sofer, very sharp, just as the Rambam writes, we're to look upon ourselves as if we left Egypt. Avodamoyinu we were slaves, and God took us out. That is the one fulfillment of the Agadah. And then comes Metchila, Odeyavor Hayu Seinu, which means that we speak about, originally, we were idolators, and God took us up, and Baruch Hashem gave us His Torah. So we cannot recite a bracha, says the chassam Sofer, because at the beginning of the Seder we are reenacting our state prior to our being proud Jews, and therefore in that state we were not able to make a bracha. Wow. A very interesting addition to our coming to the Seder to actually try to relive it. I think the message is very, very powerful. And that is the Seder represents a incredible transformation, be it physical from slave to Aristocrat be it spiritual from idolator to not just a monotheist, but one who is uplifted by God's divine commandments. These beautiful thoughts, if we take them into our Seder, as we sit down, we say to ourselves Ashrenu matov chokino how indeed privileged we are to be able imezah hashem one week from tonight to have this opportunity of having dinner with no less than hashem himself shabbat shalom